This podcast is brought to you by Cougar Radio. What's going on, Cougars? This is Ray Torso. Welcome to another week of the Torch Report. Saturday, October 28th, Kennedy will host its third Athletic Hall of Fame induction ceremony this year. Three teams will be inducted, and one of those teams is a 2012 boys volleyball team, which won the state championship, the first team team in Kennedy history to win a state championship. Today, we welcome the coach of that team, Mr. Ringel. Mr. Ringel is currently a health teacher at Merrick Avenue Middle School. He coached here for 13 years and won 11 county championships, four Long Island championships, and two state championships in 2012 and 2018. Let's start off by talking about your volleyball background. How how'd you get in, introduced to the sport? High school, elementary school, and college. I, I think like a lot of uh, like a lot of guys, I found it in middle school, and it was the kind of thing where you know it's the same as it is now, where basically you had a choice if you were an athlete and you wanted to play a sport, it was volleyball or wrestling, and uh, I went that volleyball route and I fell in love with the game. Which uh, which school district did you grow up in? I grew up in East Meadow School District. Okay, so how was your how were the teams there when you were growing up? We were okay. I mean, we were we were playoff teams, things like that. It was at the very start of when boys volleyball was in in its infancy on uh, in Nassau County. So there weren't as many teams, there weren't as many people interested. Um, it was a different game. Uh, we played it a lot slower than it's played today, um, but our teams were always okay. Yeah, solid. You win any big games, big playoff games, or no? Uh, we won a couple playoff games. I remember one, uh, he's not going to love me talking about this, but one against Syosset and uh, Mr. Ma. Uh, we went at it a couple of times. I think we got the best of them once, and they got the best of us a bunch of times, too. But uh, there were some good rivalries back there with Syosset, and we didn't know each other back then, but... Uh, it's funny because there's like old tape of myself and Mr. Ma uh, <laughs> playing against each other in volleyball. It's funny. Did you have any coaches or mentors that kind of helped you want to become a volleyball coach? Or? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of them. Um, you know, I, I think the first one that comes to mind is uh, John Kessel. And, and I doubt any of you guys know John Kessel, but he's the grassroots director or used to be at USA Volleyball. And I was really fortunate when I was uh, teaching in Pennsylvania to go to a clinic that he was running and you just you gravitated towards everything he had to say and he was speaking my language he put things in scientific terms uh he didn't just talk about what you should do but he talked about why you should do it and he backed it up um in really meaningful ways he was amazing but like even people i never met uh any new coach i always tell them you know go read read everything you can get your hands on um so I consider like even like like John Wooden and uh, you know Pat Riley and uh, Mike Shashevsky and it didn't even matter the sport, um, but just reading everything they had to read, uh, those were big influences as well. I got to mention one more person, um, the coach at Lock Haven University, um, and for some reason I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Um, he was awesome. He drew in people uh, that were on the club team and stuff like that, and he had us coach over the summers. He had us help out in practices. And that was huge. That really, uh, 
grew my love for coaching and wanting to do that. Do you take some of what these coaches have and try to motivate your players in the same way, what, what they had for you? I don't know if I motivated my players in the same way that they motivated theirs or anything like that. Um, but just especially with some of them, they, the, the passion that they showed and um, you know little tips that they had. Um, I don't know. I just think, y y as a, especially when I was young, you just tried to steal little bits from everyone. You know what I mean? I like this. I like that. And you just tried to steal. And even later on, just being in the office and being around like like uh, Mr. Paypack and stuff and just talking uh, talking shop, talking about coaching, um, those conversations led you to try different things. And then eventually you get to probably a certain age and exper certain experience level where you feel really, really comfortable with your style. So being here for 13 years, you won 11 county championships and four Long Island Four Long Island championships and two state championships. That's definitely a dynasty, if you ask me. So let's discuss the 2012 season. What were your expectations going into the season, and did you realize the team's potential? Or you know, the season was that was a crazy year. It was a crazy season. Um, I knew I had great kids. Um, when I think back, and you ask any teacher that was even here during that time, and you run down the list of kids I had, they were amazing kids, awesome kids. So I knew we were going to be good. Um, but how good, you know, y you never really know. Um, I remember there was one point about halfway through the season where one of the kids came to me and they found a volleyball ranking somewhere statewide. And they're like, coach, you're not going to believe this. We're number one. I said, that's ridiculous. Show me this. I'm like, what, what is going on here? And, uh, sure enough, someone in the state, uh, some coaches association has ranked, had ranked us number one. And I remember going to the team the next day and saying, guys, this is, it's legit. I checked it out. It's real. We're ranked as the number one team in New York State. And uh, I remember the conversation that ensued afterwards. And it was like, you know, what does that mean? And I said, well, it, it probably means that we should start acting like we have a real chance at this. You know what I mean? And I think that made it real for people. And then we started, I think, really started having that expectation that we can go and win Long Island. We can go and win states. Um, and I think once that possibility crept in, um, I just think it took a hold of us. Um, and then we almost got derailed big time that year. I mean, almost got derailed big time with the storm and everything like that. Um, that was a crazy time. What do you even tell your players like going into a, a state championship game? Like, how do you even how do you even go about? Especially here where we don't have many of them, it, it's tough, you know. It's funny because I remember talking to the uh, athletic director, and at the time it was uh, it was Mr. Lerner uh, here, and I was asking him, you know, like, well, what are the steps I have to take? What do I have to do to you know prepare like to to eat like logistics, you know, buses, things like that. <laughs> And he said something like that. He's like, well, this is my first time doing this, too. Um, <laughs> so I get that, you know. But, like, at the same time, the last thing I was worried about, and this might sound weird, the last thing I was worried about was my team and how they were going to perform. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but, like, 2012, that was, like, that was horrific at that time. And we went from not even knowing if we were going to have a playoff, not knowing if what we were going to walk into, um, you know, I remember w thinking I'm going to walk into the gym and we might not have a gym. Uh, you know, there might be three inches of water and damage and things like that. And I remember there were some other schools that got hit really, really hard by that. Um, but I had guys commuting from Queens 
every day. I had guys coming in from Farmingdale every day to show up to school to be a part of practice so that we could, you know, go and, and, and participate um, in playoffs. And then I think we went like four games in four days or something like it was it was crazy. So we were on this like really weird ride, but also this really cool ride where, you know, I, just days before people were swimming in their front yards and moving boats from their front yards. And just a matter of a few weeks later, we're upstate playing for the, the, the state championship. Um, so in a weird way, that kind of ride, it set us up, you know? I don't think we were, <laughs> you know, people were worried about, like, not having heat in their house, let alone, you know, like, like playing. So it was just one of those things where, like, it was, uh, it was a really cool experience. To get them ready, they were ready. They were ready. They couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. One of the big things we did, though, the night before we had the, uh, the state finals, we went to the arena, and the arena was huge. It's like a big hockey arena. And we saw it, and we, uh, you know, I think that gave us a little advantage, being able to see the arena, feel it, because um, my guys went in, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't overwhelmed by yeah. it. Would you say that ranking at one was kind of the turning point to your season, or? I think I don't know if it was a turning point because we, you know, we didn't lose a, a match that year or anything like that. Um, I think some of the things that happened were we overcame some adversity, some injuries to some big players that year. And I think those injuries actually, in a weird way, set us up for ultimately that success in the end. Battling through some things, having some adversity, being able to figure out ways to win without our top lineup in. Um, that was big. But I, I think that number one ranking did, it did something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It definitely, because I think there's a, this, this uh, and you know, you tell me. I think there's this like idea that like if, if we're up at like if we're up at states right like if you're thinking Long Island what Long Island is I think we think there's like giants upstate you know what I mean like there's people who are like you know like you agree like it's yeah it's, no, yeah. it's kind of like one of those things like you're like oh man if we were gonna play the state championship in football we'd be going up against like you know the Bills or yeah. something like that it's just it's different it's different so I think once we got that ranking we believed it was a hundred percent possible. Yeah, it's all it's all high school kids. It's the same kids that come in every day and play. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little different. How does does the twenty twelve team relate to the twenty eighteen team at all or no? Um, you know, it's funny because one of the things that I take great pride in as far as for the program is that they were two obviously completely different teams. You know, uh, there were brothers. You know what I mean? That ha that were that they had in common and things like that. Uh, but they were two completely different teams. Now the twenty twelve team leading into the twenty thirteen team. That was a sick team. I mean, we at one point had 44, 45 wins in a row. Um, we didn't get knocked off till the state finals of that next year where we ran into, you know, a, a kid who was a, a real, legit Division I, um, you know, US, uh, U.S. Youth National Team kind of caliber player. And uh, we just got, we got taken on that day. Um, but we had a, we had a, a string those two years that were that were was ridiculous. So take us through the 2018 season. How sure. was that? 2018 season was awesome. Um, we played everyone. Um, so whereas in the 2012 season we pretty much played our, um, our our normal schedule, 2018 we scheduled like the toughest of the toughest, and we played everyone. And we took a couple losses that way, but I think it really prepared us. Um, you know, being in that smaller school division um, really prepared us to be able to play 
uh, up in Albany that year, um, and 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 take states that year. It was a it was a really it was an exceptional year. We had, you know, we were coming off a season in which we lost in the state finals in the fifth set. Um, so that was a crazy year, and to come in and then kind of just take care of things and and, and do things a certain way. Um, we had a lot of talent that year, but the guys again, I feel like year after year, they just they came together. They understood their roles. We had senior leadership. Like I could say these things about every year, not just the state championship years. It really was a culture um, in the building and in, 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 in as a team. It was a, a distinct culture. Um, you walked in the gym and you knew, I, and I'm, I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back or anything like that, but you walked in the gym, you knew the boys' volleyball team was playing. You knew they were, they were practicing. There was a, a way that we did things. Um, that was a blast, yeah. but it was crazy competitive. It was so much fun. Would you ever want to come back and maybe start again soon or not? <laughs> I, I get asked this question uh, a lot. So right now, my uh, my oldest daughter's a junior at Massapequa playing volleyball. Um, my son's in eighth grade playing volleyball. Yeah. My daughter's doing gymnastics and plays and all this stuff. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting. My whole life, I've, I've thought about priorities. You know what I mean? And, like, my priority, top priority, I always tell my family, 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 family. And then you guys might reach a point in your lives where, you know, you'll have to, like, do something based on your priorities. And it's like, and, and in that moment, and my son came to me one day, said, Dad, can you coach my basketball team? I said, of course I can coach your basketball team. I got the schedule. I looked at it. I'm like, I can't coach your basketball team. You know, and that was like, no, I want to do that. You know what I mean? So when I weighed everything, um, I think the earliest I'll be back coaching um, would probably be in about four or five years. And I, I, part of me can't wait to dive right back in. Um, I don't know at what level. I don't know what <laughs> what school, what gender. Any, I, I don't know any of that stuff. Um, but I, there'll definitely be a time when I hop back into coaching 100%. Have you, like, been – probably not, but have you been, like, scheming up anything? Or? No. No. I, you know what? The, the, the most scheming I've been doing is um, – taking my kids through their training programs. You know, I don't coach any of my kids, but we uh, we lift together. We train together. We do things like that. So my oldest wants to play in college. Uh, my youngest wants to, you know, make a varsity team someday. So we do stuff just on the side. We have a net in the backyard that we, you know, mess around with and things like that. But that's, that's as far as I've come to scheming or anything like that. So what are your feelings upon entering our Athletic Hall of Fame here with, with those two teams? I think the 2012 team is actually going in. What does it mean to you and perhaps the players? You know, it, it means a lot. It, it, it's one of those it's one of those things that you just don't even – you don't think about until it happens, right? And it, it was interesting because last year we had, a like, a reunion. And, um, you know, Cooper Moran and some of the other guys that had been part of the program uh, decided they wanted to get everyone together. And we all just met up at, at Sport Time and Bethpage and, and played, played for, like, a couple of hours. And it was anyone from, like – the earliest person graduated in like 2008 and then we had up to like recent graduates that was amazing it was amazing to see everyone um you know it, it, it's amazing to see the the men some of these people have become you know like how successful they are and what they're doing with themselves and that their personalities haven't really changed uh but they're just doing different things you know that it's weird because you like as a coach you, you're, you're frozen you freeze them in time you know, and you still remember them as like, you know, 17, 18 year olds. And then you're like, you know, I'm looking people up and 
they're 30, they're, you know, they're 33, they're, they're doing this, they're doing that. It, it's, it's great to see, and it's, it's great to keep up with so many of them, even if it's just every once in a while. All right, I think that sums up our interview. Thanks for coming awesome. on. Great Thank to you. have you. Appreciate it.